This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. What a special bunch of people you are. What does it mean? (laughs) There are so many things that we have questions about that we want to have understanding and meaning about what does it mean? What's the significance of this? It's interesting because here in the UK, Wimbledon, that famous tennis competition which we love to get enthusiastic about the Brits who are in there. And, oh, it's such such painful memories of how they struggle and don't do very well. But we enthusi- enthusiastically cheer them on while they're still in the competition. But it's been raining. Hey, it's Wimbledon. It must be raining. Why? <laughs> we have this thing where we remember the bad stuff. So Wimbledon, June, it always rains. No, it doesn't. We've had some absolutely scorching Junes and some really hot tennis, both in terms of the play and the temperature that people are having to play in. But this thing of, oh, it's it's about to be harvest time for the hay, therefore it's going to rain. Or I'm about to shear my alpacas, it's bound to rain. No, the rain's got nothing to do with that. The shearing's got nothing to do with that. They're not connected. There is no cause and effect. Not for that. But there is for some things. We remember the bad things. They stand out. We sometimes remember the good things. But we need to have really good things to remember those so clearly. We do feel this need for explanation and for meaning. It's a natural tendency. I think it's probably everybody. Some of us more than others, but it's certainly a general tendency. We want to know, what does this mean? And is there a connection between these things? And some of it, there really isn't. And some of it, there really is. So when there is a link, what can we do? Well, we can have plan A and we can have plan B. If there's something that we're doing and we do a certain thing, if we don't send the blades off to be sharpened for the shearing, then we're not going to be able to do the shearing. This is nothing to do with the weather or the timing of anything. It's to do with my efficiency in remembering to send things off to be sharpened. Uh, I was better this year. That's good. We can have plan A, we can have plan B. So if it's connecting to the weather, you haven't got much control over that. (laughs) You haven't got any control over that. You can't change the weather. But you can have a plan B, a contingency, if you like. Something that will allow you to cope with today is going to be wet, I was planning to do this, but I can't because it's wet. And therefore, it'll have to wait until tomorrow or the day after. That's having plan B, or is that plan C, D, E and F, and all the way through the alphabet if we need to. So we do the planning. We have contingencies. That's the way we can engage with that. But sometimes there is no explanation or meaning. Something happens. It's not connected to anything, but we look for a meaning. We look for an understanding. What's what's this about? What's going on? Sometimes it is just what happens. 
there may be a chain of events, but it may be so complex and interrelated that you're never going to be able to trace it back and you can't do anything about it because something you did three months ago now comes back here to bite you, <laughs> to be a problem for you that you hadn't thought about, you hadn't had in in the plan. We could do better planning and maybe we can learn from these experiences to adjust the plan and in increase our <laughs> range of contingencies if this happens. But a lot of it is to do with the way we approach it, our mindset, how we think about this, how much we feel in control or out of control, how much we decide to stay flexible. We need to know what's going on. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you can't. So then you need to be at peace with not knowing living in that tension, that bit of ambiguity. Ooh, not, not comfortable territory. Don't pre I prefer to know everything, <laughs> be completely in control. Do you know, as I've got older, I think I've become more of a control freak. I, I hadn't realised, uh, but it's, there's a little signs now and again, no, I'm not really a control freak. And I am fairly laid back about things, maybe too much at times, but it's that thing of coming to peace with the things you can't control with not knowing. So stay flexible, have those plans, have the ability to pivot, have the ability to say, okay, not the end of the world, we'll do this instead. And we've learned, haven't we, that you can't rush children, animals, or technology, or kettles, in fact. The watched kettle never boils, the old saying. Well, I'm waiting for my printer <laughs> to print this this thing out. It's taking longer. It's because I'm watching it. I'm waiting for my computer to reboot because it crashed or whatever. There's always something going on with the computer. It just takes time. And if you're needing it to hurry, it won't. I need to move the alpacas from here to there. And if you need them to hurry, they won't. And they pick up. Well, partly that's because they pick up on that sense of you being in a hurry. This is not normal. This is different. And they seem to slow down rather than speed up. So we can adjust that weather, <laughs> if you like. We can adjust the climate of our alpacas by the way we approach. Don't be in a strop. Don't be hurried. Don't be... Oh, it's easy to say, isn't it? But you know what I'm saying. So there are things that we do that affect the climate around our alpacas, and we can make a difference. So stay flexible. Don't rush things. You can then have the same circumstances, but it feels completely different. Do, do you know what I mean? You, nothing's changed, but it feels different. You feel happier about this. That's because you've changed the way you think and feel. You've become more accepting or you've worked out another alternative a contingency, if you like, again. I like that word, contingency. It's a great word, isn't it? Contingency. Mm. So we'll do this, and if we can't do that, we'll do that. If it rains, we'll do the other. Yeah. Good plan. And sometimes you can't do the other because there's something else and you've got to move your plan even further. So the same circumstances can feel very different, and we do have some control over that. So... Mm, 
It's easy to say, not so easy to do when you're in the middle of it. So it's a, a posture, a mindset that you need to have in advance, really, to think about what what is it that, how do you react? Think about that first. What's going on? How is How are things affecting you? And what is it that makes it worse? Is it the fact that it's a Monday morning or that it's raining or whatever that makes your behavior, your feeling towards whatever's going on different? Nothing to do with the thing itself, but it's just something else that's affecting your mood or your ability to engage the way you'd like to. So have a little reflect. <laughs> oh, I know where you can go to do that. I'll come back to that in a minute. Same circumstances, different feel, and you are the one who makes a difference. So make your plans, build in some slack, <laughs> whether it's time or the contingencies. I think I've overdone contingencies. Okay, I'll, I'll stop talking about them. But build in some slack and keep smiling. It's not the end of the world. And sometimes it that little problem-solving exercise you have to go into, uh, it can be stimulating. It can be exciting. It can be challenging. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes you think, not today of all days. I've just got too much on my plate already. Mm. Well, that's life. Sometimes stuff just happens and you can't or you couldn't have done anything about it. Stay present. Stay present in the moment. And you know, that's why I keep talking about going spending and some time with your alpacas. Go spend some time with your alpacas because it brings you into the moment. You're engaged with these amazing animals that we have the privilege of knowing, experiencing, and caring for. And it brings us into the present in a real particular way. I think it's special. I think it's important for for us, for our well-being, for our mental health. I think it's a positive thing that we can do is to build into our schedules some time to just stand and stare, to be around, to spend time with your alpacas. And yes, you're learning, you're experiencing and watching and, and gathering data, but no, you can also just do it for you. Is that all right? Yeah, of course it is. So I know. How about today? Depends on the time of day for you when you're listening to this, but how about today or tomorrow? Soon, soon. Let's do soon. How about soon you spend some time with the alpacas? You have a half hour holiday. Nothing on the agenda, but spending some time with the alpacas. Just allow yourself to be present with them and see what they teach you. See what comes to you as you spend time with them. Do yourself some good, I hope. Uh, I'm not ordering you to do this. <laughs> I'm just encouraging you. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to know what, what happens, how you get on. What, what is it that you learn or what is it that you experience when you spend some time with your alpacas? I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email to steve at alpacatribe.com. That's steve at alpacatribe.com. Now, I've mentioned the Carbon Almanac, this book that's about to come out, full of resources about how we engage with our planet as it is, the things that we can do to change, the things that we can do, information to gather to 
know how to do what we can to better the environment, to better care for the world that we live in. We've only got one and it's it's in need. There are things we have to change individually and collectively and the Carbon Almanac is going to help with that. So that's about to be published still. It hasn't quite arrived yet. Look out for that. You can pre-order. And the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was another podcast. There's four podcasts, but I want to talk about this one and I'll play the trailer for you. This is the Carbon Collective. And these are episodes that we've found, the network of people within the Carbon Almanac, that have found helpful, have found this is a a good exploration of this issue, one or the other. You know, there's all kinds of subjects being covered. So have a look at that. I will play the trailer now and see what you think. And if you'd like to, go have a look on the thecarbonalmanac.org website and see if you would like to know more, get involved, pre-order the book, listen to the podcasts. Welcome to the Carbon Connection Podcast, a podcast about climate change and the conversations people are having around the world. Our team has spent dozens of hours searching for podcasts to create this curated collection of episodes addressing the many facets of climate change. Each episode of The Carbon Connection is introduced by a member of the Carbon Almanac Network. These introductions offer rich insight into the conversations you will hear. Hi, I'm a contributor to the Carbon Almanac Network. This episode touches on all sorts of topics like dry toilets, our relationship with language, the supermarket society we have become conditioned to live in, and topics of radical tenderness and joy. Hi, this is Mary. This podcast that you're about to hear helps us all see ourselves as advocates, gives us some basic tools and some personal stories to take our climate and environmental passion further. Hi, I'm a contributor to the Carbon Almanac Network. Seeing things differently is the first step to change. Enjoy this introduction to some ideas that are likely to stay with you and may just get under your skin. Climate change is a problem requiring a multidisciplinary approach. The Carbon Connection team is dedicated to helping you discover valuable content in the diverse podcast landscape. Many people outside of the Carbon Almanac Network have contributed to this show, and we would like to thank the podcast hosts, producers, and organizations who have allowed us to share their conversations with you. The Carbon Connection is about hope, advocacy, and changing our future. Let's join the conversation. I think it's a good project. I think it's good to be aware of it and it's good to engage with it if you'd like to. So there's my little encouragement. (laughs) I finished now. Okay, so half hour holiday sometime soon. Go spend some time with your alpacas. Stay well. Take care. See you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe, 
and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.